Hello, and welcome to Life of a Boss, the podcast, hosted by entrepreneur, public speaker, and mentor, Jason Harden. This podcast is all about helping audiences create and reach their own definition of success through positive thinking, perseverance, and personal development. Having survived extreme obstacles from an early age, such as cancer, poverty, abuse, family dysfunction, and even homelessness, Jason has learned how to master the art of resilience and defy all odds to become the boss he is today. So, get ready for some serious game and remember to keep an open mind. Now, without further delay, here is your host, Jason Harden. Thank you and welcome to another wonderful episode of Life of a Boss, the podcast. I am Jason Harden, your host, and with me today in the studio is the beautiful, wonderful, uh, exciting, exuberant, um, I can't even think of any more great adjectives right now, <laughs> but it is Miss Suzu. How are you doing today, hello, my love? Hello, hello. I'm doing great. I'm grateful, grateful to be here and I'm excited to be here for another episode. Well, it's good to have you, and I'm grateful to see you in the studio right in front of me. And you are just always a pleasure. Well, thank you so much, Jason. Oh, I love you. Anyway, today we have a, a, it's a wonderful episode because we are in uh, unpacking an interview that we had with the new candidate for city council councilman, mm-hmm. and uh, it's Brandon D. Lamar, and we had a great interview with him. Um, you guys check out that interview if you haven't yet. It played earlier this week on Monday, and it's always there for you. And he gives out so many great jewels. Like, it is amazing what this brother does, what he has created, and what he plans to do for him and his community. And being a part of his community of Pasadena, California, I am very thankful for what he does. And that being said, we are going to unpack and and look at and analyze his last interview and basically tell you our main takeaways that we got from it. Um, How does that sound, Ms. Susan? Sounds perfect. I'm ready. That's great. So I guess my first question would be, what is the first takeaway that you got from Brandon's interview? So my first takeaway um, is actually, I, I just want to mention the books. Um, I've, yeah, I've seen the books and they are awesome. The illustrations were beautiful and the message was just very clear, and very Absolutely. empowering. So I did want to mention those, but what, why it's one of my takeaways is um, just re- actually to bring the emphasis of uh, why writing is important, actually. Mm. And I think it's, uh, he found, you know, something, a message that he wanted to express. Yeah. And he found his audience who he wanted to express it to and his whys. And so I just want to remind people basically that writing is very therapeutic. It's very important. And if you find out uh, who you're writing for and why you enjoy it or learn how to enjoy it, then you can also uh, enjoy writing. So I just wanted to mention that. Well, that was a great takeaway because uh, just to let you guys know, he is the author of The King and Me. As well as well as another children's book called The Queen in Me. Mm-hmm. And there are books of affirmations of identity and basically trying to teach our young people to be okay with being themselves and being different and that they are just as valuable and, and, and as anybody else. And I love that message. And I think that that's what you said was very important because 
that's his story. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, the, the, that's the story he wanted to tell. Yeah. And writing is a way to change the world. Mm-hmm. You know, I yes, mean, words change, feelings change, thoughts. They shape the country. They shape the world. They shape our existence. So to put your words out there, never think that your words are less valuable mm-hmm. than anyone else's. And I love to give him his props because he told that story. So who knows how many young people those two books are going to help. You know, so excellent point. My first takeaway was how 2020 was his best year ever. (laughs) And and I keep bringing that up because it was like that for so many. You know, of course, people want to say how bad it was and how horrible a pandemic and and the country was and the market and, and the job situation. But people have to understand that we control our own fate, you know, our own creativity, our own ideas, our own passion. That's what leads us. And Brandon has let that lead him. Mm -hmm. So when it was a bad time for so many, Brandon was not just thriving, but helping other kids get over the traumas and and emotional and depressional uh, baggage or whatever. They come with the pandemic and being on lockdown and not having the freedom and not being able to socialize. So he broke the mold in creating those type of opportunities during a time where you weren't supposed to be around other people. (laughs) And not to get them in trouble because in the end, we know what's best for us. And in the end, those kids did a lot of good and a lot of good was done for them by that event. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate that. Yeah. What else do you have? What are, so what are the takeaways? that actually leads uh, perfectly into my next takeaway, which uh, was the Young Kings Retreat. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that was so courageous. And it was so vital to keep that normalcy, like, yeah. during the pandemic. Because, you know, this interview was a little while ago. Yeah. And a lot has even changed since then. And it wasn't that long ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but, but it seems like it. it was. Yeah. And he did it during a time, you know, where it was most needed, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, just bringing, you know, people together, even though, you know, nobody was uh, getting together. No, no, yeah, you, know, yeah. you know, families, nobody was mm-hmm. having large groups. Um, so I just thought that was, you know, very much needed, you know, during that time. Absolutely. And I want to give a shout out to the Young Kings Retreat. Uh, he will be putting on a, another one. Um, and so we're going to. Make sure people keep in contact with that information. Just keep looking back at the um, show notes and check in with Mr. Lamar and ask him when that starts up again. Because I know a lot of people want to get involved with that because it was such an impactful uh, opportunity for the kids that were involved. And I know other youth can use it. All right. My next takeaway from the interview was... um, how mentors are important in closing gaps. Mm. And he expressed that, that the importance of mentors in closing, whether that be uh, age gaps, whether that be uh, generational gaps, mm-hmm. um, um, financial gaps, uh, color gaps, you yeah, know, yeah. nationality and all that. Mm-hmm. And, and he says basically that a mentor is a guide, you know, and I totally believe that because when I was younger, I didn't have one. Didn't even know what a mentor was, never even spoke about it until well after high school. So uh, now that I am a mentor, I totally see the value. And now that I have a mentor, I totally get the value. Mm -hmm. You know, so I just think that that's very important. And I just think that everybody should have a mentor. So 
You want to say anything? Oh, yeah, that was actually pretty close to the next uh, takeaway I was going to mention, but I don't know if I have it in the right order. Um, he said mentorship leads to guidance. Guidance leads to opportunities. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, because that positive influence sometimes, I, I mean, I, I had a pretty stable upbringing, mm-hmm. um, but I know without that positivity, you just see dead ends. You don't mm-hmm. see any opportunities for mm-hmm. yourself, mm-hmm. especially if the people around you don't see opportunities. Mm-hmm. So like you said, it closes in that gap and it helps them to see opportunities and to be able to live, you know, life beyond what they see. Absolutely. Around them. And I think that's so important because that is exactly what a mentor is, mm-hmm. is that God, because that mentor is where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Meaning they've been where you are. Yeah. Meaning they see the light at mm-hmm. the end of the tunnel that you don't. And that's the most important part for some folks that don't see hope. Yeah. They don't have hope. They go out there every day and just thinking they're killing time before something happens mm-hmm. to them. Mm-hmm. Just you know, and, and, and that's it's a horrible way to live. It's a horrible way to exist without any guidance and, and without any hope. So mm-hmm. mentors provide that hope because they provide that guidance, because yeah. they've been where you are. Mm-hmm. So find yeah. one. Yeah. If you haven't got one age. yet, that's your homework. Find yeah. one. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. I, I don't care do how that. old you are. Yeah, find one. Okay. Uh, what's your next takeaway? Okay. Uh, next one um, is the solutions. When we started talking, you started talking about trauma, and mm. he made sure that it was very clear that uh, the solutions to trauma are all different. It's mm. very, very individualized. Mm-hmm, trauma, mm-hmm. basically, trauma informed care is completely individualized because it all depends on each person's experience exactly. and events that have occurred in their life. And I thought that's so true. You need to treat each person and you need to use compassion and love, mm-hmm. you know, and understanding to be able to see where they've come from. Exactly. And I think you hit it on the head right there and, uh, is trauma informed care, mm-hmm. you know, because. It, it there is no cookie cutter solution no. for any of us, you know, and that's why you said just like you said, uh, uh everybody's an individual, their their problems are individualized. Mm-hmm. So yeah. how can one solution work for everybody? Yeah. And that's the art of trauma informed care. Mm-hmm. And it's not the art of knowing what that person needs yeah. and already being able to diagnose them or, or give them the right answer. Mm-hmm. It's the art of finding out. Yeah. What that person needs, talking to them, you know, um, creating that safe space, mm-hmm. creating that yes. environment where that person can talk and, and feel like they're not being judged. Mm-hmm. You know, th- that's trauma informed care. It's not having the answers. Yeah, it's trying to find out the answer. Mm-hmm. And it's damn sure not thinking you know the answer. Yeah. yeah oh, that kid's true. bad because mm-hmm. of this, because of that. No, you don't know what circumstance made him not want to listen today in class. Yeah. He might be hungry. He <laughs> might be tired because he didn't yeah. sleep. Uh-huh. You never know. Mm-hmm. So trauma informed care is so important. Yes. It just is finding out the why. Mm-hmm. Not Very just important. to what that person is doing, but why they're doing yeah. it. So, of course, that was a great takeaway oh. from, uh, yeah, from Brandon's uh, interview. Mm-hmm. You're so awesome. Oh, thank you, baby. Yes. <laughs> and uh, my next takeaway, uh, well, one of the last takeaways I should say is um, when Brandon says, check your motives. Mm-hmm. That's one of mine, too. Check your <laughs> motives, man. Meaning, if you're not doing something out of love, don't do it. And uh, I can vouch 
for the brother and him meaning what he says and, and actually living by this practice because I see him in our community doing so much out of love. You know, there's nothing that I see this brother does that looks like it's straight for profit or personal business, even if he uses that money to, to do something for love. But it's just I don't see that everything he does is community-based, organizational-based, mentor-based, and, and something along those lines. So I, I can vouch for him when he says he doesn't do anything that's not out of love. And, and I think that that's so powerful yet so underrated in, in why we move and act mm-hmm. i think people have an agenda which is okay yes. but that agenda should be set out of love mm-hmm. even if it's to make you a better person to give back to more people that you love you know so somewhere you got to put love in there mm-hmm. what you think my love yes that was one of my takeaways definitely have to check yourself check your motives mm-hmm. uh question yourself and your motives because mm-hmm. you have to do i need to speak this way why you know why am i trying to speak this way who, you know who am i talking to and mm-hmm. basically questioning all of those um uh i i think going that extra mile he had mentioned that yeah going that extra mile yeah taking that time to show somebody you know that you don't want just a one word answer yeah like you really want to know how are they doing mm-hmm. you know and um, you can't do that with everybody. I, that was one thing that I wanted to say that not every person you ask, how are you doing? <laughs> yeah. You're yeah. going to be able to take that time, you know? So you have to be kind of intentional mm-hmm. about going that extra mile. Mm-hmm. Some people might have the time or the patience to do it where every single person they talk to. Exactly. But if you're not one of those people. Pick and choose you wisely. Pick and choose. <laughs> you don't have to feel bad that you're not, you know, going that extra mile with every single person. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you can be very intentional about it. You know, it's, it's usually going to be people that you really care for or people that you want to get to know mm-hmm. or somebody that you can see that actually needs, an, you know, somebody to listen to. Absolutely. And that's a great segue into my last point, And that's staying in the lane. You know, because just like you said, you can't, if you're not the type to help everybody and to, and to open up that bag of worms or mm-hmm. open that jar with everybody, don't. You don't have to. Don't try. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm don't saying? Don't feel bad either. Exactly. <laughs> you know, stick to what you know and get better at that. You know, if you're great with one-on-one or, or, or addressing certain issues that certain people have, Expand on that. Do more of that. But don't sit there and think you can counsel everybody and fix everybody's life. Mm-hmm. Or don't think you can be a gang interventionist and you don't have any of the tools and training and yeah. education on it. Mm-hmm. Don't think you can be a marriage counselor and you have never had a sexual, uh, uh, um, a successful relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. so so <laughs> so it's like stay in your lane. Mm-hmm. And and one thing that he also says. Is that mentors help guide you to find what your lane is. You know, so find out what your lane is by getting a mentor, by Mm -hmm. seeking that guidance, by following that guidance, you know? So uh, definitely you want to stay in the lane. Definitely you want to do things out of love. And those are probably the two most powerful messages I got out of that whole interview. And one more thing before we get out of here, I want to personally thank uh, an interviewer. Actually, not an interviewer. It's a uh, reviewer. (laughs) Excuse me. Um, Frank G, who left a great review on Apple Podcasts. And I want to read it. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. Read it. Yeah, I'm going to read it. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It's called The Process. That's the title. 
Um, I love how you brought together all the skills obtained throughout your journey to release another tool for those looking to level up. And, and I thank you, Frank, because that's all we try to do. I'm just trying to bring the best of what I've learned yeah. to help you do better and, you don't and have get to reach, we go faster. Yeah, you don't have to reach everybody. It's just nice to know you've reached someone. Someone. Thank you, someone. Frank. If one of you has gotten anything, yeah, that's I'm the goal. doing my job. Yeah. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Anyway, man, thank you for being in the studio with us today, oh, Suzu. I love you so much. And uh, I appreciate I appreciate you, Brandon, for everything you do in this community. And that was a great interview. And for everybody listening, check us out on lifeofaboss.net. Um, check us out on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Uh, leave a review on iTunes. Um, and, yeah, keep coming back. We always got something good for you. Anyway, remember, success is a lifestyle. I love y'all. Peace. Did anything stand out to you in today's show? If so, let us know. Your questions, comments, and concerns are important to Jason as he is determined to always deliver to you only the most impactful information and content. Until next time, please subscribe, like, comment, share, and leave a review whenever possible. You may visit lifeofaboss.net for more episodes and great resources to help you become the absolute boss that you were meant to be. You can also follow Jason on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Hardway Harden. Thank you. And never forget that success is a lifestyle. Lifestyle.